Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. This is a new player has joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love we're them. Talking to, we're talking about Jesse's uh, first real intro into the RPG world. Yeah, we're going back to a game that almost nobody has ever heard of. It's time for Albert Odyssey Legend of Eldeen. Mm -hmm. Sega Saturn. Oh a niche JRPG that came to me at a time when I needed it in life. Uh, you'll hear all about it. The only console with some space... Tech name, namery, namery, titlery, um, Sega Saturn, going for it. I mean, until Bill Gates just changes Neptune to Microsoft's. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. All right, let's jump in. This is New Player's Joints. Yeah, fucking, fucking cool. Fucking bad ass, everybody. <laughs> fucking doing a podcast. What's up? Uh oh, not much. I was um was playing Lost Sphere again last night. Mm -hmm. And pushing through it. Pushing through it. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, a book you gotta finish. Yeah, it's like it's it's it feels so disjointed. Part mm -hmm. of it is um you know when you play Final Fantasy Seven, yeah, or you really you play any RPG that you like. As the world map expands, right, you feel like the world is getting bigger. Like you, mm -hmm. you see, it feels like you understand how everything's connected. Right, like in seven, where it's like, oh, you've got to go on the the boat from Juno to Costa del Sol, and you cross that ocean, and you yeah. see those two continents. And in eight, um, when you're like taking the trains. You yes. take a car, but when you see Esther for the first time, that there was like a whole city, so mm -hmm. the map has like this huge, giant future city yeah. in a way, and you just never saw it, basically. Yeah. So it makes everything feel massive, expansive, right. and imposing, and realistic, because that's how the world feels. And in this game, it's just like, all right, we were on this island, now take the boat to this island, now take the boat to this island. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, are these... All, these feel like disjointed Mario levels, where it's just like, now I'm in another world. Interesting. And I don't really need to go back and forth between them at any points. Mm -hmm. And they're still doing a lot of just like, well, this is the thing. There's literally a point, because part of the mechanic of this game is you get these things that are like, they're just power armor right. from Fallout, mm -hmm. and you can fight in them. And you get to like, the evil guy's floating city lair overdone. Right. And... There are all of these similar types of enemies walking around, and your guys are like, whoa, like, I didn't know he had this technology. And the dude who they still haven't really explained is from thousands of years ago, whatever. Right. Just goes, uh, oh, yeah, I sensed an immense power. He must have control over this technology when it's on his territory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, well, why isn't ours? He's like, because ours is better. Let's keep going. Like, <laughs> it's the laziest, yeah. stupidest, just like, I don't know, fucking... Fucking this. I fucking don't know. Whatever don't you know. want it to be. Whatever. What, whatever. What, what do we want it to be about? Yeah. So, um, I'm just kind of trudging through it. Again, I want to recommend that um, if you have the opportunity to buy Lost Sphere, 
don't. Yeah, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> just just buy I Am Setsuna, which is There's the way better game. Other choices. Just go get anything else. Whatever the ne- the game yeah. was right next to this game. Yeah. Go get that. I still think Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch is an amazing Play game. Play that instead. Yeah. You'll probably get that on sale somewhere, definitely. And I bought the second Nino Kuni game for full price, Did and you, I got three hours in, and, and I was like, like this no. is complete horseshit. You just, it was just bad. Did I ever tell you how um, Nino Kuni 2 begins? I think you did. What was it? You're the. the it's it begins with like a Studio Ghibli style anime cool uh, cutscene, which Very is great. Cool. Very great of the president of the United States of America in a limousine. Interesting. In New almost York City, have lost me. You've yeah. almost lost me, Studio Ghibli. He's driving into Manhattan. Okay. Over, I think like the Williamsburg. But are the or tires like a spirit and they're smiling or whatever? No. Is the car a spirit? It's just a car. Is the president a spirit? No. no. He's just okay, a president. Just president. Cool. All right. And then, uh, as he's driving into Manhattan, Manhattan gets nuked. And All right. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Real world New York City gets obliterated by a nuclear bomb. Oh my god, that's hilarious! And then the president. Was, okay, was the nuclear <laughs> mushroom cloud uh-huh, like sure. a smiley? No, thing? no, no. It was just not a at all. Not was, like a metaphor no, or anything it, like that. It was a it was a nuclear warhead that huh. that attacked America. But I mean, the fact that it's all hand drawn yeah. is really what's so great. It's really beautiful. <laughs> it's really the the destruction and death of eight point four million people was really beautiful. Beautiful in this instance. <laughs> it's. Can you imagine getting this game for your kid? Yeah. To go from the first one, it's all like Pokemon and cute. I gotta get my kid the second one. You walk yeah. out of the room and this fucking nuke New York City right in front of him. President wakes up. Cool. In, in a different world. Great. In that Nino Cooney world. The fuck is going Guess on? Guess what's changed about him? He's a dog or he, something. He has a ponytail. So you this wake is- up with a ponytail <laughs> in this. In this Nino Kuni fantasy world. Let's be honest, it's something Biden wishes he could wake up with every day. Every day he runs to the mirror. It's like, did it happen? Did nah. it finally happen? No, it's still blank back there. So you're the president. You're, you're the, the president's you're kid. You're the president with the with the ponytail. You wake up yeah. in a in a fantasy world. This and is very RPG cliche. It, I'm just gonna say it. I'm throwing it out there. I it's perfect for today's so conversation. Every single video game I've played, you start out as an American president and yeah. New York City gets nuked. It's just yeah. another cliche it's just another thing RPG that every thing. RPG does. Fucking We're so board. sick of I'm it. So sick of it, Studio Ghibli. We just want to see something where Nebraska gets attacked <laughs> for once. So Fantasy World, they're like, hey, we need your help, random guy. And yeah. you're like, okay. And they're like, go do this. Go do this. And you're like, right. okay, I kid you not. Right. And I looked this up. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. He's kidding me. The nuke. Yeah. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. The president yeah. that you're playing as. Right. The entire intro hmm. never gets mentioned again. Wait, the thing that just happened, they don't talk about it. But you they, turned it off four hours at three and hours. And I looked it up. You looked it up. And everybody was like, I can't believe they never even mention yeah that open it feels like it's a completely different game is there still like what's his face mr drippy mr drippy is he uh, in this nah. or i forget even i i disliked it so much the right. characters were so flat there mm-hmm. was nothing to hold on to there's nothing right. that gripped me i didn't care about a single damn it. You yes. know how much I loved the no, first I know. Nino Kuni. Even the reviews when they first came out were like six and sevens. I was like, yikes. Yeah. You did something wrong. Yeah, Nino Kuni 2 is a bad video game. 
You can how much can you hide behind art and music? You can't. Like you mm. just can't you can't just yeah. be like, it looks great, Studio Ghibli, the music's good. It's same like, exact thing. No. Same exact thing. No. It no. it was stunning to me. Yeah. How random that intro was. Not me. To just just imagine like what's 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 a random movie? Take uh take Gladiator with cool. Russell Crowe. Yeah. And the movie opens with him. I don't know. Let's say the craziest plot we could again. Pick up. This is like being the president of Manhattan. This is nuked. this is some Ed Wood bullshit. It's so dumb. This Ed Wood was a movie a long time ago by a guy who just makes B movies in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. They're popes. They're supposed to be like the worst movies. Yeah. in the world. Like that's what it makes me like think of. Where it's like, is this a scam? It's, it you just feels like. Did y'all need to like churn? Like, what is? Did you guys just fire all of your writers? I don't know. I don't know. Because crazy. Nino Cooney starts off with like. This little boy's mom dies saving him. Right. It's incredibly impactful. And instead, they're like, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty recently. Yeah. Uh, what ne- if we nuke America? Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch, is entirely about, I need to save my mom's life. Right. And Nino Cooney 2 is all about, look at this ponytail the president grew from radiation. <laughs> and that's all it was. It was the radiation that's, that's, caused him to grow a ponytail. That's what you take away from it. Take away a ponytail. so bad. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the New Players. Join a podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. Boom. We, it's, it's good that we're talking specifically about RPGs, yeah. specifically about tropes, specifically okay. about things we like and dislike about them. I've been sitting on this game for a long, long time. He's brought it up a bunch of times throughout the history of this show. Yeah, but I've never really talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of saving it because I was like... I. I was wondering if anybody out there would ever bring this game up in passing or anything. God, no. Nobody God, did. no. Nobody did. Right. But this game was released on the Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. 1996, was the first JRPG that I really played. Right. I played all the Final Fantasy games that I've played right. after this. Correct. So this is my intro to the world of grinding, of leveling up, mm-hmm. of uh, of turn-based combat. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about Albert Odyssey, Legend of Eldeen. Okay, Jesse. So this is this is an interesting thing about you mm-hmm. because I consider where I consider myself a video game enthusiast. Sure. Consider my person who loves RPGs, played mm-hmm. a bunch of RPGs. There's a threshold, right? Yes. You play you play RPG games. People might be like, "Oh, you mean like Assassin's Creed?" Or some people are like, "Fall." RPG games are like, you mean like Final Fantasy VII? Right. And then you're like, yes. And they're like, do you mean like Chrono Cross? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And once they start getting past Chrono like, Cross. you talking about Fallout New Vegas? No, no, and no. I'm like, I mean not... in terms of like, do you know about this game from 1993 oh, that's yeah. an RPG or whatever? If you played that, I'm like, you've lost me. Yeah. So Albert Odyssey is a thing that's completely missing that if we met anyone that played the game, I'd be like, how? I'd what be are the ch- What are the chances? Did you try to look this game up? I looked it up a little bit. I read the history on it, and mm-hmm. that's why I was like, I think I brought it up to you because I was like, this looks like a Super Nintendo yes. game. Uh, and so you- I'm like, I bet it just got lost in the, like... So Final Fantasy VII graphics were, ama- for, were amazing at the time. For the time, yeah. For the time and everything, and this game looked like a Super Nintendo game. So to go yeah. from 3D shit and stuff like that to go to this, it's like a hard sell. So this was, because Albert Odyssey itself is a series of games. Right. And they did exist on the Super Nintendo, and the they were mainly just Japanese. Right. I think the first game made its way over to Super Nintendo. Is it not translated to English at all? Like you The mean, second one, I don't think it is. Okay. 
And the third one, this one, Legend of Eldian, I believe this is the third game, is the only game in the series that was meant to stand alone. Okay. So it's separate from the other ones. So the still third one is them being like, we'll be like Final Fantasy. The we'll third just, one. We'll start just yeah. doing standalone games. You don't need to play the other ones. And we'll, and we'll put it out into the American market. Right. This game, in the history of its existence, has about four paragraphs written about it. Okay. <laughs> and two of them are on the back of the, uh, of the disc that you buy. Okay, cool. So it is impossible to find information about. This game, you can find copies of it mm-hmm. online for about 100 plus for just the disc. Because it's just collection. It's so rare. Because it's so rare. It's like it's people aren't even going to play it. They just want to like have it. Yeah. But there were very few JRPGs on the Sega Saturn. This was also like... The first couple games were uh, were strategy games. This right. is the first uh, like turn based combat mess that goddamn console was. It oh was my God. a complete my God, fucking what a mess. What a clusterfuck! But I loved this game. On paper, doesn't this sound genius? Doesn't the Sega Saturn like we're getting Albert Odyssey? Yeah, we're gonna do this dragon fucking the game. Panzer we're dragon. gonna do. We're gonna get, we're gonna get the racing car mm-hmm. game before anybody gets it. We'll Virtual get Ken, cop. We'll get Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on yep, it. We'll, which like, I also had. Like we'll we'll go for it, mm-hmm. and it still just plummeted. Yeah, because <laughs> it was just so mismanaged from start to finish. So Albert Odyssey, Legend of Aldine, it is so funny because this game is like. In retrospect, yeah. the most JRPG game to ever totally. JRPG. Totally. Here is uh I mean when the game starts off, the you know, the pre start menu, whatever, when you the pre game little movie that they show you right. has a narrator. Did you watch any of it? No. Um narrator sounds like the oldest man alive. Okay. Just like Legend has it mm-hmm. long ago, just that mm-hmm. for like two minutes, right? And he tells a story about uh, these three siblings who lived long ago, and there is this epic clash where one of them is trying to uh, raise an ancient evil to use it to take over the world. Of course, everybody has that brother. Yep, yeah. Every, it's usually the middle child. Yeah, and then the and then the uh, the daughter in the family after they struggle to try to to try to beat their brother for years right. takes this one last gamble where she turns herself into this magical sword and right. her brother uses her right. to destroy the we other sword. We've all got that sister. Yeah. It's totally We've all got, that sister We've all got that sister who's a sword, it's usually a, sword. a middle child. Right. To use it to kill the other brother who right. don't like right. Right. And so there's a clash. She vanishes the, the other brother. Everybody goes away, but she's just the sword. Right. Still more believable than this nuke yes. hitting New York City and getting a ponytail immediately yeah. after. Just really, really the worst like, superpower ever. The words you put together make more sense than present waking up with a ponytail after yeah. a nuclear bomb. I'm yeah. just saying. Real dumb. Real <laughs> dumb shit. <laughs> At least make his suit too big for him, too. Like, did everything grow? But no, right. just the ponytail. So who's the person no one's paying attention to? Pike. Pike. So, classic JRPG, right. like, hero you're who is unassuming. You're the boring one. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're the chosen nobody. Right. So the story, when you actually start out watching it, when it goes from, like, cutscene to, like, oh, here's what the game's going to look like. Right. You get, actually, really good voice acting. Uh, really intense. Shocking. It is a man and a woman and their infant. Okay. And their village is being attacked by goblins, which for some Wait, reason... so the baby's VO is just amazing. The baby's VO like where he's say? just like... Because they zoom in on him and he's like, it makes no sense that the president would have a ponytail for no reason. <laughs> 
but it's uh, it's the classic JRPG. Monsters are back. Right. And so m- goblins are attacking this town and they're just like burning it and killing everybody who's running mm-hmm. out of their houses and you're and you're watching this family and they're like we've got to get out of here. We're going to die if we stay here. And the father's like I've got this sword to protect us and the sword is Cirrus, the the daughter who turned herself into a sword thousands of years ago and she speaks and she's like I'll protect you. What? Yeah. They have a kind magical sword. It's their family it's heirloom. They, what, they lock it up all day yeah. or some shit? Like, she's, I don't, she is a living thing that's alive. Conversations. She's always like, could you please put me on the toilet? I need to use the bathroom. And then please take me off because I don't have any legs. Could you turn something other than Frasier? When you leave the room, yeah. all that's left is Frasier. I'm so sick of Frasier. <laughs> yes, David Hyde Pierce is very talented, <laughs> but I don't like but Kelsey so Grammer. <laughs> so... Try to escape. The goblins kill both these parents, and they're about to kill the baby when the sword starts like levitating and like just as obliterates. RPG swords yeah. do, right? Obliterates everything that isn't the baby in a, in, you know, a two mile radius. And then these harpies, just like people with wings, come by like the next day, and they're like, "Oh my god, what happened here?" And they find the baby and the sword, and they take it away. And that's Pike. So you, the sword didn't explode, didn't destroy itself. No, it just it, killed everything. It just has magical power, and it can attack things. And so. Pike gets raised by these harpies in this nearby village. Right. And the story, the catalyst for the story, because there's always going to be some bad dude shows up, and they have this crystal that they pray to in the village. They're like, this is like some kind of power, and this is a monument for us. Sure. This dude shows up. If you can turn into a sword and blow up and still be fine, whatever, all rules are off. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, like, nobody thinks about it. They're just like, this is a sword that speaks fine. I'm out. Classic. I'm out. I lo- I'm out. I wasn't. I'm out. No, not in the 10. game. I mean, if you explain to me this sword's cool, it can yeah. talk. I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't yeah. fucking trust. I don't want to stick split. around. I don't want to know what's going to actually turn yeah. into. I don't want to be involved in whatever's coming no. next because I know it's bad. Yeah. So, guy comes, takes the crystal, turns you and the sister that raised you to stone. Cool. Again, because you're holding the sword, it manages to undo the spell. But they're like, we don't know how to save your sister. So the whole catalyst is. Your sister got turned to stone by this crazy guy. We got to go find him or find somebody that can unturn it to stone. And that's the whole thing. Okay. Most of the plot of this game is because it's split into two chapters. And the first chapter is save your sister, kill this guy who is riding the dragon, Mm -hmm. undo his evil plan. Cool. The second chapter is wait, it was much bigger than this. Basically, the whole point of the game is that brother who was killed has reconstituted himself. And he's like, my whole plan is to summon this god and it destroy like the Kingdom Earth. Hearts. Kind it's of. it's got a very Kingdom Hearts vibe. It sounds like Kingdom Hearts. Uh, years before Kingdom Hearts came out, right? And so he wants to summon this god and take over the world. Which people are like, what does that have to do with Kingdom Hearts? Exactly! Yeah, exactly. Exactly! Who the fuck are all these other people? What the fuck yeah. is going on with yeah. all the other Keyblade shit? I was here to play Final Fantasy. I'm sorry. What's up, Xander and I'm Zansom? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Terrible. So, by the way, I, I looked up a list of 100 best RPGs online on some... It might have been IGN. Yeah. And Kingdom Hearts 2 was on there, but no. Kingdom Hearts 1 was not. What? Yeah. So Was uh, this on it? No, no. Albert also, wasn't on it. No. But Weird. also, Final Fantasy VII was like number 90, and like I hate Final that. Fantasy XII was number 12. What was number one? Was it like fucking... Chrono Trigger. Number two and one... You went... Really? It was Final Fantasy VI, and then Chrono Trigger were two and one. Okay, that's like... That's like... If somebody showed me one and two, I'd be like, all right, I trust your taste, but the fact you put it seven at 90 is me being like, the fuck's in between? Yeah. 
There, you you would go insane if you saw this list. Okay. There's so much shit on it that's okay, stupid. Cool. Uh, but the whole thing is we got to stop this guy from summoning this evil dark wizard dude. Got and the it. way he's going about it is there's all these different races throughout mm-hmm. the world that have had truces over the years. Once right. they like banish this dude. And he's trying to undo... He's trying to make them all go to war right. so that nobody will notice that he's doing this horrible thing. Right. So the whole game is stopping him. Right. So, when I played this game, I was about 10 years old, and I was smack dab in the middle of the worst of my anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. I was heavily medicated. Right. I was constantly in and out of doctor's offices. Mm-hmm. I was throwing up from anxiety every day. Mm-hmm. I was not liking life. Right. So this game Mm -hmm. was the first time that I was like, I can disappear into other characters and other stories. Mm -hmm. And this was the first time that character development had been shown to me in a video game to the point where I felt I had friends in a video game. Were you playing any instruments before this? Whereas I was, at this point, I was playing alto sax. Okay. So, no. Why does anybody want to be friends with me? I was in band. (laughs) Careless whisper. My life is so sad. Yeah, that was real fucking cool. Uh, Oh, is that the kid who throws up every day and plays saxophone? Get him over here. So when does Seven, not to take away from Albert Odyssey, but Mm -hmm. like when, because this came out a year before. So it was like, were you full on into Seven when it came out? Or did Seven take some time for you to get into? So you had like no idea. It took me a few years. That is fascinating. Yeah. You were so close to playing Seven as your first RPG, but Albert Odyssey was your intro. Yes. Or wasn't the other game your intro? Remember we talked about that game a long time ago? Oh, Fantasy Star. Was that your intro or was this your intro? That was my intro, but I never beat it. Okay. Not until I was like, we've talked. I've seen that game. I don't really, I don't, that's like. That's if you're like, I didn't beat it, whatever. I'm like, yeah, right, whatever, it's fine. But this is the first one I was like, I have to beat it. Yeah. I played this game so much that my parents, on at least two occasions, right. took it away from me because they're like, we think you're addicted to this video game. Right. Anyways, we're going to go to church every single day, yeah. and you have to give yourself up to God. Yeah, and all exactly. Sort of like, you're, questionable judgment. You're but, crazy, Jesse. Yeah. Take these pills. We believe in Jesus. <laughs> we think you have a problem. Whatever. Here's fine. Some, here's some value. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like sorry, just uh, a lot of stuff. A lot just, of stuff. Okay. I, Unpacking. When, when, I, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, they gave me uh, one pill. They gave me a Valium to take the night before to help me sleep so that the anesthesia worked better. And I took it, and I didn't sleep a wink. And I was talking to my mom the next day. I was like, I didn't sleep at all last night. That Valium didn't do anything. And she was like, yeah, you're probably pretty fried on that drug from years of taking it. And I was like, what? It's <laughs> like, I was taking Valium at like I've, eight. You're the only other person I've heard talk about Valium that wasn't like a car salesman in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was three years removed from being on lewds. <laughs> <laughs> real fun trip. So you're jumping into this. You're getting yeah. into grinding. Is it turn-based? Is it timed turn-based? I don't think it's timed. because so it's just turn-based. It's turn-based. It's also, this game is notorious for having an enormous amount of random encounters. Okay. Like an this, annoying like amount of such? three times the amount you'd normally hit. I can't. Hit. I would have turned the game off. But it's, it's, like, first, it's my first time, nope, so I don't know. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying for me, when I first played RPGs, I kind of hated the that random... aspect of it? Well, I hated it was like... It's not that I hated fighting monsters, but if I'm legitimately like, okay, I just want to get to the thing, it's like, yeah. we're stopping you. We're stopping you. We're yes. stopping you. And I'm like, I don't 
like this. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. I didn't mind it because our to, because in game grinding to me starting here was right. like this is the game. Mm-hmm. This is calming. Mm-hmm. This is meditative. And you're doing do good. It. We give you. We say you do good exactly. after each battle. You get we experience. Say, you good level job. Up. Good job. We play. We give you the experience. We give you the, the little battle music. You do your little celebration dance. Oh, they're all jumping up and down. Right. That was this game did a really good job of animating the sprites separately right. and the 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 sound design of this game. Because when they get hit, they all have different voice actors acting out the the sounds of hitting and getting hit. Right. So, like, they all felt very distinct. Mm -hmm. So, it was rewarding to grind the entire time. But I'm addicted to this game in my parents' view. I have horrible anxiety. Mm -hmm. Part of the thing about this game and rewatching it, most RPGs, like, somebody dies in Final Fantasy games, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, ugh. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just kind of keel over and their eyes closed. There were visceral voice acting. Like, when when the character's parents die in the first scene, they're surrounded, and they're just like, this is hopeless! We're going to die! That's crazy. And then they get cut, and just you hear the slash, and you're just like, just (laughs) screaming in agony. She's like, is this your blood, or is this my blood? Yeah. Let's rub it all over each other. Oh, my God. This feels awful. (laughs) Uh, Oh, this is traumatizing. (laughs) There's so much shit like that, where the game is, it does not shy away from Mm. death. There's a part in this game. What do you kill? What are the enemies like? Like standard Final Fantasy stuff. So like you, everybody jumps around the freak bullfrog that they killed. There, yeah. Everybody's there's like just a like everybody's. You killed the weird dodo thing. That yeah. Kept, you <laughs> you killed the two tailed white fox that spews fire. Okay. Okay. So that like, makes more sense. And then just like goblin type stuff. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. The bosses, all the real stuff that you fight later on, is incredibly Lovecraftian. Okay. So, like, it's all tentacles and fins and, like, just deformed facial features on these blob monsters. Right. And so it's the the amount of death, the realness with which they treated death mm-hmm. at times, and then all this Lovecraftian shit. Right. And I, fr- I it did freak me out. You were just vomiting nonstop. Yeah, I was just a kid <laughs> puking, afraid, and shaking who needed to know what happened to my friends. <laughs> it was a good look. <laughs> But I was terrified. I remember playing the boss of this game, and it's this little crafty and massive tentacles and fins, like yeah. I said, and I just couldn't even look at it. I had to, like, cover half the screen. What other loved craft? This is how I knew I just never fit in with the improv community. Oh, because they mentioned Lovecraft. Is it all Lovecraft? The time? But isn't there's like, another guy? There was another book person that they're all, like, obsessed with. Wait, like there's a couple authors. Oh, they they they're all into Philip K. Dick. Philip and K. Dick. Yeah. Philip K. Dick and Lovecraft. It was like all. I was like, oh. Yeah. Did you? When did we all? What, did I just miss the boat? We were all a certain no, age, and we just read those books or whatever. I, I just didn't care. I. Okay. Uh, if you loved Lovecraft and Philip K. Dick, then yeah, fighting Genova in Final Fantasy VII was probably your jam, and then some. Okay. Uh, but yeah, there's there's no like steampunk in this game. It's just right. Large worlds and medieval like, kind of fantasy medieval, yeah. yeah. And the thing that we've talked about, and right. the thing that you noticed when I was watching the playthrough, right? The music in this game is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's really good. It's huge. It's a huge part of what makes like the overworld theme is just so different from anything I had played. Because again, right. imagine I grew up on Mario and Zelda. Right. I grew up playing the original NES. Mm-hmm. I got the Sega. I got like my musical taste was I love the Zelda theme. 
And then Sega came out, and I was like, Toe Jam and Earl is fucking mm. fun. And then this came out on Sega Saturn, and I played, and I was like, this is a whole different kind of world to me. Right. Loved it. Fucking loved it. Yeah, that's how I feel about Eight's music and yeah. everything, and the, just the setting and everything. It that was builds great. out the world so completely. I mean, the the first town you're really in, the town where you're raised with the harpies in this game, mm-hmm. the music feels like a warm hug the entire time. Right. It's so like soft and inviting and orchestrated so like so well, and it flows. Are there discs to this? How many discs? It's just, just one, one disc. Just how many? How long is it? I think this game hours? is probably like twenty to thirty hours. Right, it's not that long, RPG. Yeah, by RPG standards, not that long. Not that long. And but like the first chapter is all about fighting, uh, fighting the the guy who stole the crystal from you, and what, and just saving your sister. And you just leave your village, and you don't come back until that's done. Right. And so you come back, and that music starts up, and you feel like oh fuck I'm home mm-hmm. like you really feel like you accomplished something right and then the second time you go out the second chapter of the game is like a whole different take because the first thing is like you play as Pike he's this nobody whatever mm-hmm. he saves the day oh shit he's a celebrity so the second chapter is like you're the hero right you're the hero we all know you are so you gotta come and help us so mm-hmm. it's like two almost different games but in the same setting right um, all the characters cool any characters stand out to you there is a line of dialogue in this game that still sticks in my brain. Right. There's a your your tank in this game. His name is Grizz, okay. and he is a samurai dragon who is double wielding katanas. A samurai dragon. I'm yeah. picturing a dragon standing up with longer arms than normal dragons should have. Yep. And he has swords. He has two swords, has and two he has swords. samurai armor on. But he's got, like, the lizard body going. Yeah, man, Oren, you got to watch your ass. Yeah, this dude. Guy's coming for you. And I just remember them being like, oh, we killed this person, you know, we killed this person, you know, and Grizz yelling angrily, you lie like the grass after snow. <laughs> and it fits his character. Oh, I want that character to be now. Modern character, yeah. that guy. Dressed, Are you kidding me? Dressed in fucking like supreme gear. He just, just show out on up Melrose. late to everything. Yeah. Whatever battle you're in, he has to show up five minutes after the battle to be like, sorry, I had a, I had a thing. I had a thing. I had a thing. I'm not that into her. Yeah. <laughs> like that yep. sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, he's he's wearing a designer sweatpants wherever he goes and a flat brimmed <laughs> white baseball uh, hat. I immediately like him and hate him. He, uh... All the characters are great in this, but that line sticks with me. But, like, they did such a good good job differentiating. I mean, mm-hmm. there is a bird character who is just so fucking vain mm-hmm. that, like, he gets kicked out of his own town by his own people because they're like, you're annoying. Right. So he joins you instead. So he's in... Uh, he's a fuckboy. Yeah. I was just going to say he's a, just a character in Animal Crossing, but that's yeah. just, that's me. That's it's me. Bas- that's basically just it. get off my fucking island, you weird bird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great characters. Story turns out to be, like, fulfilling and nice. The, it's really sad at the I just, end. I need, sorry, I need to take a step back. I almost called Animal crossing pet cemetery and i couldn't <laughs> i wouldn't my brain wouldn't let go of pet cemetery i'm like i know that's not the name brain quit it cut uh, it out pet cemetery is just uh tamagotchi on a long enough timeline <laughs> <laughs> oh that movie would have been great yep great. just a bunch of dead keychains <laughs> next to a tombstone what are they gonna do when they come alive nothing they're stuck in there so we got a human mm-hmm. we got a 
dragon samurai. Yep. And we got a bird. You got a vein so bird with an this? axe. What is it? And and technology hasn't progressed in thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've also got uh, this woman who is, she's like a martial artist monk. Mm. Like everybody else is using swords and magic. And she's right. just like, I just fucking kick people in the face. I love that shit. Yeah. I love that's why I love Zell's character because mm-hmm. there's a part when I just they, punch. It's like they all get arrested and they all get their weapons taken away, and he's just like, "Oh wait, I just beat the fuck out of people." Yes, <laughs> he, just, he does. It's an amazing <laughs> plot twist. Zell just murders people with his fist, <laughs> and it makes complete sense. It cracks me up because he's like the punching bag of the game. Everyone yeah. makes fun of him constantly, but he's the only one who can beat, defend himself. Just beat the shit out of all of us if yeah. he wanted to. <laughs> yep, it's a great twist in that game. Uh, and then you've got, uh, Ika, who is just like a singer and dancer in a local town that you right. go to. And then she's like, oh no, she's like a rogue type. Right. And she's a magic user. Super fun character. And then her and Pike end up together at the end of the first chapter. Sure. Um, the dialogue in this game is super good. Right. It's like Compared genuinely... to what you're listening to, watching now or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. They give you, like, fun choices for uh, for your dialogue every once in a while. But, like, it is a good sense of humor. And the company that made this... I have it in my notes here. Um, but the company that made this was Working Design. And their whole thing was that they basically took Japanese games nobody else would touch, and they mm-hmm. released them for American audiences. Uh, after this game came out, they actually became a PlayStation exclusive company. But they were known, it was like LucasArts, they were known for funny dialogue. Interesting. And so they would take these Japanese games and they would be like, we're going to humor it up a little bit more. And you could always tell when you were playing a working design game because it always had that light mentality behind. No matter what, whatever dark, however dark it was, working design was like, it's important that it's funny at the end of the day. So fucking fun shit, man. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so this company got bought, went straight to PlayStation, and then died. Yeah, basically. They made yeah. a few games with PlayStation, and then they went away. Who I don't even remember what games made they made. This? But yeah, you keep yeah. talking, because I want to find this person. Yeah, again, it's called the working design. Okay. Um, yeah, everything about this game, like every town is gorgeous. It's a 32-bit game, and some of the backgrounds for the fighting scenes are like, fine, whatever. But the actual towns themselves are so thought out, are so fun. Like, the shadows and everything, the way that they use them, mm-hmm. it looks beautiful for what it is. It's. I think this is graphically a very underrated game. And when Octopath Traveler came out, I was like, this is the thing that I want it to be. I wish it could have been as good as Albert Odyssey Legend of Eldine because that's what I think about when I think of old-school RPGs. So, I don't know, there's a lot to like here. Obviously, it's not a perfect game. Obviously, there's flaws. I mean, the the grinding aspect is a lot for for some people. Right. The the split story is a lot for some people. And I get all that. But to me, this was like, this was such a big part of my childhood during suffering from severe anxiety and severe depression. One uh, Editor's Choice Silver Award for Electronic Gaming Monthly. So when all this shit was going on, this still got... Good reviews and people give it high praise. I bet what it's knock against it is how it looks. Yeah. Like, I think it's just when people as, were ready for a change and they yeah. were like, this isn't a change. Which is like, that's my critique about it. When I mean critique, I just saw, I was like, oh, this looks like a, like a Nintendo game. This doesn't look like a game that should be Saturn. Yeah. Sega Saturn was supposed to be like the step forward. Look how cool the graphics look. Yeah. Look how much we've progressed. Look it's, at Virtual Fighter. Right. So they're probably going to be like, story's great. Gameplay's great. 
Wish the graphics looked better, which yeah. I bet would be like the whole thing. Which uh, is funny because if this game came out now, I think it would sell. Yeah, I think if it was completely what it is that we're seeing now, like the fake RPGs that they're making yeah. or whatever, yeah, I think it would probably the be kind good. of bravely default and octopath. Or shit. would it? Or it just be a B? You think it'd just be another B? It'd I be think like, it wouldn't probably be A plus. I think it would be I am Satsuna. Yeah. I think it would be that level. It would be above Lost Sphere. It would be above Octopath, but it would be like at that, at that Tokyo RPG level when they're hitting. Music is great. This is like, man, just like having different worlds and different perceptions and the stuff like this of all these different composers making great music and then just being like, man, how many great composers are out there that we just don't know of? Yeah, just make amazing music and we will never hear their music ever, ever. Yeah, unless they get lucky and somebody picks up right uh, what they want. Yeah, so I don't know. This game is a huge part of my childhood. It's also about a fish out of water kid who doesn't have anybody taking care of him, which is right. exactly how I felt. Right. So it's like, and your saxophone exploded. And yeah, saxophone in the exploded. City except you. Yeah. you all get it. Yeah. You all get it. There's no right or wrong answer. I have my answers, right. uh, which are the right ones. I can, but there's no right or wrong answers. I can answers. very much make wrong answers, Jesse. Yeah. You can edit out a lot of wrong <laughs> answers coming up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keith, it's time for solve this JRPG problem as Ooh. JRPG-ishly as you can. Okay. I'm going to give you the setup mm-hmm. for the uh, the inciting incident of this of the game, right. the JRPG, and you're cool. going to tell me how to JRPG solve it. Cool. Okay? Right. Number one. Oh, no. The kingdom of Etheria's princess has gone missing. It's rumored that an ancient evil dwelling in the depths of a far-off land has reconstituted and is using the soul of the princess to take human form once more, thereby allowing darkness to spread across the land, a phenomenon we've not seen for ages. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What was the person's name? The princess? Yeah. She doesn't have a name yet. What was the name yet? Etheria? That's the kingdom. That's, you're pronouncing it wrong. Okay, sure, sure. So this is how you fix all... (laughs) RPG games, which is you be obsessed with it, yeah, love it, tell everybody about it, Mm -hmm. and then go to a video game store and someone's been telling you've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's Mako. It's Mako. It's Mako. Guys, it's Mako. So this to me, I mean, you have to create a big monster, right? Everything is like there's you're. You're fighting this guy, uh-huh. but really there's Godzilla. Really, Godzilla's underneath guy. the earth yes. or yes. whatever. And what could be fun? Godzilla's been... Because in, in Final Fantasy VII, weapon is just Godzilla. They're all just Godzilla, sure. right? Are they yeah. all just we- like... Yeah, they're, they're all Mecha Godzilla. They're all just Mecha Godzilla. Uh, so I think what would be best is to just make a giant child looking for its mommy mm-hmm. as the monster, who's okay. just going all across. And you like can't attack it because you sure. just feel bad but nothing's gonna hurt this child it's a monster <laughs> and n- rpgs aren't ever gonna do this because they don't got the balls yeah they don't got the, uh, balls. They don't got the balls all they want to do is show you dragons that are samurais yeah or whatever or that who's that character that can like in a final fantasy game he can like uh pick up a whole train and body slam oh, it yeah yeah in final fantasy 6 yeah so I don't know me picking a giant child going around looking for its yeah. mommy while they shoot missiles. Not that at weird, it, and then just stomping the shit out of everybody. Not that weird. Can I tell you the answer that I had? Correct. 
You'd better kill 15 hen-like creatures that have been harassing your neighbor's farm. If you do, she'll probably give you some medicine called tarot drops or some shit. <laughs> I never... Did you ever use any of the items in Final Fantasy? Be honest. Maybe at the beginning. <laughs> Everything I collect, I'm like, well, I'm never going to see this again. Yeah. I don't care. It's the Skyrim thing. I need these potions. No, you don't. I think most video games, I never press a special, special button. I yeah. never do any of that stuff. No. Like, ever. Never. Never. I, and I almost never use the summons either. <laughs> Number two, oh no, your father, the king, duh, has been taken over by some ancient evil. Mm. It's rumored that a legendary dagger capable of breaking this curse dwells in a faraway dungeon. If you can find it, you may be able to save your father in the entire kingdom of Virginia. So, Snowmate tells you to go out and get the dagger, mm -hmm. and someone you clearly can tell is probably the bad person, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you're going to go get this dagger, but along the way... You're going to meet a little thief who steals from you. Sure. And then you have to go be friends with that person because <laughs> they just do one thing that redeems them, even right. though they just fucking stole from you. Yeah, but then they like, like, save a dog but or I'm something. But I'm not going to be mean to ants. Ants are yeah. living too, or whatever. And you're like, I see the good in you. And you get to the dagger, and then you have to kill, I don't know, probably like an Ifrit-looking thing that has a family, but you're not aware of it. Right. And you have to stab the shit out of it with... The dad. Yeah, we don't ever see the children who starve right. to death but because you, you killed their but provider. You just killed the thing that was actually protecting the yeah. land from going from complete shit yeah. or whatever. You done you done fucked up. So then you need the thief to go back to your kingdom and mm -hmm. steal something from the bad guy. Like do it. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's That's, like but I'm going to tell you what I have. Oh, what's the what's the correct one? Uh, you probably it's probably best to collect nine types of elemental stones for some blacksmith. This will allow him to ta uh, temper your weapons, which will make it easier for you to then get eighteen elemental stones for your armor. Yeah, yeah, that's wrong. Mine yeah. was right. That's okay. all I'm saying. So I'm throwing that out there. Number three. Oh no! Yeah, your daughter's gone missing. Mm -hmm. She's just a local farm girl, but she's everything to you. Oh, and also, she might be the reincarnation of an ancient goddess who arrives on your planet, Theteria, every once every two thousand years. You've heard the stories from your village elders, but you've never thought it was true. Rumor has it your daughter was seen wandering off into the silent woods, a place of great magic and mystery. Okay, I don't believe this is an RPG because how fucking young is this daughter? You have to be only sixteen in this game. <laughs> Every game is you're 16 years old. Okay, 16 to 18. That's There's it. There's always one old guy in your group. There's always an Orin. There's is always that who a Grizz. You are? And you're telling me I'm Orin in you're this You're starting off as the Orin character. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So she's not actually your daughter is what you find out. Yeah, that's the, I mean, Everything's just a twist. Everything, everything is, a is twist. just you're going to go to point A to point B and really you have to get to point C and D and F to All, get to point B. Every JRPG is I'm not me and you're not right. you but I am you and you are me and we are both one god and you're a sword. Right. So you had sex with your wife but sure. really your wife had sex before you with mm -hmm. another evil entity. Sure. Your brother. <laughs> uh, and so she has a kid. You freak out. You're trying to go out to try to save her but really she's turned to this evil being mm -hmm. and now it's now your job to kill her. Kill this person you raised and you love, but knowing it's not yours. Uh, I had, well, you can't go wandering off on an empty stomach. You'd better secure some enriched right. radishes or whatever. <sighs> so sure, sorry. it'll take four hours time uh, of time while your only child is missing and may be possessed, but self-care is important. I love... How often does it happen when, like, there's something bigger going on than what's going on? In your game. That's the whole point of every JRPG, it, right? It, but, like, even Kamari, like, in Final Fantasy X, of him having an issue with his other Kamari brethren. With his Ronsos. And they're just, like, they ripped off his horn. Yeah. I'm like, this feels like a little bit 
this, there's some aggression here, and we yeah. got to admit it instead of being like, try not to think about it. I'm like, they rip, you scare me, and they yeah. ripped off your horn? No, yeah. no, no, we no. Gotta, we got to talk about the fact that they maimed you for life. Right, and we're all going to pretend like this ain't going to come back into the story? Yeah. How dare you, I, sir? I think they sh- as soon as they saw the two guys that ripped off Kamari's horn, they should have been like, all right, well, we're going to beat them to death right now. Isn't it? I'll ask this, because this isn't, this isn't all the RPGs, right? Mm-hmm. If you were going to protect someone, you, Jesse, you, yeah. wouldn't you make sure that there's no one coming to kill you? Yeah, me wouldn't, specifically. Shouldn't you just tell every single time yeah. who you're with? Because every single character, you're on a journey, and somebody shows up, and they're like, hey, this person stole whatever, yeah. and now we've been trying to kill you, and now you have the person you've been trying to protect. Now they're in fucking danger. I, I would be like, yo, heads up. I'm hunted by the mafia, so I'm probably not the guy you want. Right. I yeah. say that to everybody. <laughs> Starbucks, Chipotle, whatever. Everything. Everything. Everybody who pulls me over. Was it correct? Well, what, which one did we just... I did the self-care one. We already did it. I don't know. Number four. Oh, no! The goblins are back. But how? Monsters have been extinct for thousands of years. Rumor has it the second moon of our planet, Virgalia and Galatia, respectively, God. have returned to our skies. Nobody knows what it means, but a wise woman living on the highest peak in the north is known to, have, to hold truths otherwise unknown by the realm of men. You a prince or farmer, whatever, must venture out on a perilous journey to speak with her. So you have two moons. Mm-hmm. You are now fucking with the water on the planet Earth, right? Is that how it works? Sure, yeah. No, isn't it how moons, like what? I mean, I yeah, they, they change the tide change based the on the tide. gravitational pull. So it goes from, it's an RPG, but really you fucking surf everywhere. <laughs> yes. I want to play this game. <laughs> I want to play this game too. Just you surf everywhere to get around or fuck it. I don't know. Let's, Let's take Wave Runner, Wave wave Race or whatever, make that part of the fucking game. I like it. Uh, I had better check in with Mechs, your childhood friend. Man, Mechs sure is impatient, and he's always hungry, and he's loud. God, this adult or child or whatever he is sure is impulsive. (laughs) But he wants to come with you on this journey, and since this story is going to be about learning to appreciate your friends, I say let's do it. It really is crazy that Barrett's allowed to have a child. It really is nuts. Barrett, Zell... Ryuji. Zell? Zell is the loud, impulsive one in eight, right? Oh, yeah. I was talking about the ones who have kids, like the fact that Barrett has a child. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's insane. The fact that he's, because he screams at everything everything. and shoots his wrist gun at the drop of a, you don't even have to ask him. No. You'd be like, what day is it? He will start shooting that gun in the fucking air. He will spell Thursday out on a wall and bullets. Exactly. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to go see my daughter after this. I'm like, how? How do you have a daughter? It's insane. There's (laughs) one of these characters in every game. Right. I eat a lot of food and I'm loud, but we've known each other forever. Okay. We got to bring this guy on a journey because they won't be annoying at all. Yeah. Uh, all right, number five. Oh no, a band of well-trained thieves appeared in the night and stole your tiny village's statue of an ancient hero named Miradax. Rumor has it the statue was blessed with the knowledge of an ancient civilization that holds secrets to locating something called the Guidance Orb. As the prince of your farm, it's up to you to track down these thieves at their hideout in a mountain or cave or marsh in the north-southeast. This is a quest that you seek out and you only get 75% in until you just lose interest and go on to another quest. Yes. I feel like that happens with a lot of... It's, it's not great. It's not great. It's not great. I, I had can't go out into the world unprepared. Time for six hours of cards with random people at your local tavern. I hear if you win, you earn discarded chunks of copper. Did you get Vincent the first playthrough? Uh, no. 
Okay, but I got him. I get him in every did other. Did you get Yuffie your yeah. first? Okay. I got. I got. So you got Yuffie your first playthrough. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like there's certain things. By the way, people I've heard call her Yuffie, and if they change her name to Yuffie in this, I'm just gonna be like, that's not phonetically how any of these words work, and you can kiss my ass. Uh, there is Final Fantasy VIII. Um, it's Cipher, but everyone's like Cipher, Cipher. Yeah. and I'm like, my name's Keith. It's E I. <laughs> it's Cipher. Sorry, like Sorry, I don't, it's like me this thing where I'm gonna say Cipher and then it's gonna come out with another game. They're like it's actually Cipher, and I'm like nothing makes sense and nothing. They're gonna fair. they're gonna redo it. And they're gonna be like this is our friend Cipher. Oh my god, I would love that, Keith. Yeah. Oh no, the neighboring kingdom of Melgarthia has declared war. Things have been tense in the region ever since the new prince Prent took over following his father's untimely death. Rumor has it the prince is summoning an ancient evil to conquer the world and bring about a dark age. You know, like th that thing. That thing that happens once every 3,000 years when we let ancient evils arise. He must be stopped. Okay, ignore all of that. Go get your buddies, get in a car, and just drive. Just fucking drive. Play old video game right, songs right, right. on it nice. to remind you when the of series was good. Sure. Uh, and keep driving. Meet a character that might be associated with the story or not. But keep going. Nice. Be in a boy band. Look at a wedding dress. Uh, sorry, the correct answer was, the girl you have a crush on is performing at the town festival today, and there's no way you're missing that. I don't... Best to hang around her for a while, all sheepishly, until the town is attacked and she turns out to be the emperor's princess living in disguise. It... You'll be shocked when she spins 360 degrees and magically transforms into her battle garb, which is like a thong in some weird Sports Illustrated swimsuit shoot-looking shit with spikes and a spear. I don't... I just... Man... <laughs> Keith. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, the stars yeah. are disappearing in the night sky. Could the star for our planet, Isildred, be next? As your village is only magic user, it's up to you to find out. Rumor has it everybody hates you because you're an orphan. So you're an orphan <laughs> uh -huh. and you're the only one in town that can do magic. Correct. And people keep making fun of you? Yes. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. If a kid's in your school and, and you. All they do is talk about guns, and you keep poking and prodding them? What do you think is going to fucking happen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, this person <laughs> still feels the need to get this town to like them. Yeah. For some fucking reason. So yeah. it goes on about and gets the end of this story and has to go into space and kill this god before they uh -huh. kill their star. And the god is really like your grandma sure. from 20,000 years ago. And you're like, wouldn't that be my great, great, great? Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Shut That's up. not how any of this you're, works. You're old too. You're old. You just don't know Shut it. Shut up. Uh, I had better get sucked into a fishing minigame for a few hours. Magic, <laughs> as we all know, requires lots of trout and carp. Wait a minute. What's this on your line? Could it be a legendary crystal said to house the memories of forgotten kings? No, it's a trout again. I think the only game that hasn't upset me with fishing was Final Fantasy Ocarina of Time. I think it's the only game, and it's annoying. You got to try to get like the big, big fish, but it's the only one that hasn't really fully annoyed you say me. Final Fantasy? I meant, uh, uh, I meant. Um, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay. I probably said Final Fantasy because we've been saying Final Fantasy yeah. so much. But yeah, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Because I'm playing it in Red Dead, and it's hard as hell to fish in that game. And it's like, hard in Persona 5. It's hard in, Persona it's hard in Stardew. Yeah, it's hard in Stardew. There's a mini fishing game in uh, in Lost Sphere. 
Oh yeah, and then uh, the and in Hades, Hades, and I'm like, okay, so we've all just kind of fucking accepted that fishings are in every video game, every RPG esque video game. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna skip to the last one. Oh no, evil things, but you're good. Rumor has it, weapons in a cave get legendary. Childhood friends, political struggle, making philosophical struggles, kill this god. Okay, so you're in New York City. Sure. You're probably somebody high-ranking like, in the government. Probably like a, executive like branch. Like a vice president. Yeah. Vice president. Vice president. It's vice president. It's vice. It's like I had to wait two decades for this game to come out to know that is preposterous. No, yeah. Vice president turns into main president. Main president turns into dragon god. But dragon god JK was a woman. And so mm-hmm. it turns into a woman because women are the most evil, apparently. And yeah. then the game ends. in every in, in every, every game, it's apparently oh, it's a woman, so she's she's not to be trusted. I, I want to know. <laughs> it's a fucking Vince Gilligan show, or like all these like hardcore JRPGs that are like so clearly kind of sexist yeah. or whatever. So it's like, what is the secret to hate around the world? And you open it, it's like women, and all the yeah. incels are like, I knew it, and the game yeah. ends. That's- <laughs> That is an incel dream game. <laughs> Keith, the answer is be right back. Gotta make an omelet so this elderly lady falls in love with her estranged husband so that she gives me her family heirloom, which turns out to be the fifth piece of an ancient ah. sword, which was sealed away by a former king during the wars with the ancient race, which is still here but in hiding, and they know the god's one weakness, and it's friendship or magic or some long-forgotten incantation. Listen, either way, your female characters are going to be fighting in bathing suits. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. This has been solve this JRPG problem as JRPG-ishly as you any, can. Any women in, in bikinis in this game? No. Because they couldn't no. make them sexy. In fact... They couldn't do it. They they give uh, Ika almost exactly the same outfit they give Pike of just like, here are your like bandanas and, and, uh, and like t-shirt. and It's great. They fucking just respect women in this game. In a Fire Emblem, the main protagonist gets looks exactly the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, oh but, god, what is her name? I can't, it's been so long. These yeah, was an E. Who? The main character? In Fire Emblem? I'm thinking Three Houses. The, yeah, uh, the house can be figure. either a man or a woman, and they both look exactly the Oh, right, 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 yeah. What were you thinking about? I was thinking of the houses that you can pick, because it's Claude, uh, and then the other two, who I forget. Right. But, yeah, they, uh... I mean, they don't dress sexy, but the whole game is like, which one are you gonna fuck? It is. But then also, that whole game does a great job, because they're like... Yeah, some classes that you can pick, they have to dress sexy. And you're like, oh, but they're like, no, no, no. All of them. And so the dudes are in like bikini tops and shit. I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> this is how it should be. If you're going to do it to it, you have to. If you're going to do it to women, you have to do it to men. I'm like, my Skyrim character has to have a banana hammock on while yeah. he's running around killing dragons. If that's how, we, if if that's that's how you we're dress doing. the female characters, if that's, that's how you dress the male characters, too. Uh, yeah, a Roger Rabbit should have had a very scantily uh, planted oh, yeah. dress on and looked horrible. Yeah, uh, Jesse Rabbit should have been <laughs> just, a, just a ripped dude with uh, with a Shield of Sorrow haircut walking around like Chris Angel with his abs out and shit. Keith, I made a final five for you. Ooh. You only get one. I'm giving you three options. You only get to keep Fuck. one of these things. Okay. Number one. Met- Number one. Mustard, ketchup, mayo. It's a tough one. Ketchup. That's the one you keep, huh? I mean, here's the thing. Mustard is great. Mayo is great. They're needed for my subs. Mm-hmm. 
If you took ketchup away from my fries for the rest of my life, you just I think somebody. I just, yeah, I just like, I'm sorry. Like that's, yeah. that is such a comfort food for me, fries and ketchup. And yeah. It's like I love fries just by themselves, but like I can't ever for the rest of my life have ketchup. No. It would definitely hurt barbecue sauce too. Yeah. Number two, sausage, bacon, or ham? Don't like ham. Okay. Take ham? that. Ham? Ham is always gross looking to me. It is. And I love pork, even though I don't think I like pork. Like, I love sausage. I was going to say, because bacon. these are three pork things. And I love ribs and, mm-hmm. like, all that sort of shit. But for some reason, when I go, like, to the deli and they got their fucking slab of ham, I'm like, that looks disgusting. Gross. It looks like you just fucking smashed meat together, yeah. which you probably fucking yeah, it's exactly what it was. did, basically. So. Bacon or sausage, then? Ah, Bacon. Good choice. Number three, popsicles, ice cream sandwiches, or ice cream cones? Okay. Yeah. No, no popsicles. Take that, Charles. Throw that away. We're, we're on to ice cream. <laughs> you fuck off, popsicles. Um, so so angry every time I he think says a that. cone. I think cones. I think sometimes I like, I like big fat boys. I like things like that. And there's a place that I went to near USC. I didn't go to it. I walked by it, and it was like custom ice cream sandwiches. And they do the cookie. Yeah. And then they do the ice cream in between. And for some reason, the cookie like adds oh a ton too much in my brain. Okay. Like the black wafer thing that you get on the regular ice mm-hmm. cream sandwiches is like just thin enough that's like you can taste it. But really, the the, the king of this is... is the ice cream. So the moment you add cookies into it, you've like lost me. So I think ice cream cones. I get that. For me personally. I'm like ice cream coat. Like I can still just get the cup of ice cream, right? So for if me, you I'm want like, that, if you want sandwich. that texture, though, if you want yeah. that after that sweet, that crunch, yeah, that crunch. Number four: pool parties, costume parties, dinner parties. I mean, we all just want to get naked again, isn't that? Isn't that? Yes. Isn't that what most parties are? We it's all just, just like. Just, isn't this why we all just want to fuck or whatever? We, we all just came to this meat factory. <laughs> But isn't that isn't I'm this isn't me being pervy Keith. This is me being like this isn't this what parties are? Is this kind of low key? If there wasn't are? truth to that, mm-hmm. then costume parties also wouldn't exist. You know what I mean? Because everybody's just, just trying to like I'm just trying to look kind of hot or cute or whatever. Yeah, pool parties, Halloween yeah. parties. I don't fucking care. Halloween parties are weird. And dinner parties are for people who gave up on having dinner fun. Dinner parties is just like just I don't go to church. Just go to church. <laughs> like dinner parties. Oh, you mean Thanksgiving? Get out of my way. If the economy in the world is great, dinner parties. But it's sure. not. So you'd like any time. I guess it just says where my brain's at. Anyone who's my age, I know I'm in my 30s, but they're like, we're having a dinner party. I'm like, oh, just stop fucking pretending you're yeah. your parents. Just I'm, cut it out. I'm just like, what are we, the bad guys in the purge? Right. Get out of here. <laughs> what is a dinner party? Yeah, what are we going to laugh at the fucking proletariat while we're just yeah. up here eating filet mignon? We're just all going to have these conversations about the economy. No, brandy cigars, brandy cigars. It's like, now you all are secretly want to go fuck your secretaries or fuck your whatever. Yeah. We're all pretending. Number five, last one. Halloween, 4th of July, Thanksgiving. All right, so this is where we differ, though. Okay. This is the only place we differ. See, this is what I'm saying. Is if you had a party, I'm saying pool party. Right. If you're asking me, like... Just whole celebration. Oh, my God. If only 4th of, of July didn't have the fucking fireworks, yep. I would say Halloween. But since 4th of July has the big... Explosion yeah. at the end of the night, all across the country. It's Fourth of July. It's like 
you can do Halloween up all you want. I love all the decorations. I love like the vibe of it or whatever. But at the end of the day, you're not going out to buy explosives for yeah. Halloween. <laughs> so, so I think Fourth of July is better. Take that, Thanksgiving. You weren't even in the running. Nope. This has been Final Five. You only get one. I, uh, just closing thoughts on this game. I loved it. It meant a lot to me. It mm-hmm. made a big difference um, in my video game life and in understanding the things that I enjoyed in, in gaming. It right. helped kind of steer me in the direction of storytelling being a very important thing to me. And it helped me through one of the worst times of my life. Right. Like, easily. It's a monumentally important video game to me. And it's a game that nobody's fucking heard of. Again, a sword exploding, yeah. killing everything except a baby. And you know what happens to that character at the end of the game? It explodes. She sacrifices herself. But how but how does she sacrifice herself if she was able to kill everything? She at the end of the game because she's fighting her brother again. Oh. And he summons this like evil god thing Thing, in the form of a sword right and so she turns into like her truest form right and you fight him with her and is it like you really have to fight hard or is it like a sephiroth thing where she just crushed just beating the fuck out of this guy it is there's the monster fight against him and then he grabs the sword and she's like fuck that like starts floating turns into her her sword slices the other sword and they both just collapse and fade into dust and blow away Oh, interesting. And I think that's how it ends. And it's just like, she's fucking gone. And it's like the the person who basically raised you and mm-hmm. saved you and your best friend just disappears without even a chance to say goodbye. This should be, for all of you listeners out there, squash your shit with your family because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I shouldn't have to go on a big-ass journey because you guys couldn't figure your shit out. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. All I'm trying to say. Figure your shit out so we don't have to upend our lives. Take, take some notes. Kingdom Hearts. I was fucking killing furniture with Merlin, and for some reason, I'm talking about data. What the hell did you do? Idiots. What happened? What happened? Ansem was a step too far. <laughs> M- Maleficent was the boss. Yes. Get over it. Yes. All right. Cool. Uh, I don't know. Follow us places. Do things. Do it doesn't things. matter. Doesn't matter. Let's get out of here. Let's leave. Keith, Jesse. This is New Players Join. Goodbye. Bye. Why does anybody want to be friends with me? I was in band. Careless whisper. My life's so sad.